0: Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, Jacob has red hair, so does Alex. Yay! Hello and welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the show where two redhead comedians choose a word, phrase, or concept and then talk about it through their gingery lens. I'm Jacob Godby. I'm Alex Tate. And today's episode is brought to you by Kind Bar. Kind is deeply committed to crafting food with real, recognizable ingredients. A disruptive notion that sparked the creation of a new healthy snacking category. Kind is unapologetic in their efforts to challenge the status quo to shift the food industry and empower their community and our listeners to make better, informed choices about health. Kindness can be a transformative force for good, and that is why we are teaming up with Kind and Podgo to bring our listeners 10% or 15% off for military, teachers, students, first responders, doctors, and nurses. Go to podgo.co slash kind that's podgo.co slash kind kind bar creating a kinder and healthier world one act one snack at a time
1: jacob how was your christmas
0: my christmas was wonderful i uh probably the most jam-packed christmas i've ever had usually i'm home for like a week and a half or two weeks but this day uh this year it was i got home on christmas eve and i got back yesterday or well monday the 28th so uh yeah, I packed in a lot of stuff in those like
1: four days. How was yours? It was, uh, it was awesome. I have, um, I think I received what can only be described as the bougiest injury of all time.
0: <laughs> okay. What did you do?
1: I, uh, so it has become a tradition unbeknownst to me. So I haven't had Christmas with my mother in five years, I realized, which is far too long. My mom was very excited to have me. Yep. Um, and they, her and uh, her husband, my stepfather, whatever, Chuck, uh, have developed a tradition of eating full lobsters. Oh, that's fun. And um, they, this year, they did live lobsters.
0: Oh, and you got, did you get pinched, boy?
1: No. So they, no, they, but that you order them from Maine and it like gets overnight shipped t- to you and you get there and they're like in a styrofoam container and then in the styrofoam container is just like a bunch of kelp. Yeah. And the live lobsters. It's insane.
0: Can I tell you something? In my last couple weeks working at FedEx, I cannot tell you how many of those styrofoam containers that say live lobsters on them have come through and I've had to deliver some of them. So
1: really? I did not know. I was losing I didn't know it was a thing either. I was losing my fucking mind. Um but I have always believed that you cannot eat the food unless you're cool with where it comes from okay you know so you know you know that's why i kind of i believe in in hunting for food of course i don't believe in trophy hunting that's stupid as fuck but um hunting for food i believe in that stuff so i you know we put them in the pot alive uh which was strange but they they didn't put up too much of a fight anyway
0: (laughs) they're like oh this feels nice
1: um, have you ever had, have you ever had a full lobster? Have you ever with like the, you got to crack the claws and you got to like go at it in different ways and like, you got to know.
0: Cracked lobster, but it's never, I've never had a full lobster on my plate. It's always in pieces.
1: Yeah. It was really strange. I mean, it's really sort of barbaric. And anyway, I, this is a long way of me telling you they have like little spiky things on like their arms leading mm. to their claws. And mm-hmm. I sliced the fuck out of my thumb. and then had to go and uh, um, some of my mother's friends were there as well. And and one of them's from Boston and he's done this a lot. And he was like, did you just cut yourself? And it was like bleeding on the table and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, I just cut myself. And he's like, you got to go disinfect that really, really well. Because if you get like lobster poop in there, you will die. Oh, fun. And so we had like a mild crisis while... Cause I cut myself on my full lobster that I was eating. that's
0: <laughs> that's hilarious. And uh, you could have died from a lobster poop infection. very, very fun well
1: when you when you when you separate the tail from the head, this is a, this mm-hmm. a little gruesome. Basically, its head is where, like all of its organs, it's like internal organs are. And when you boil that, it turns it into basically like a green gray gloop that you can eat should you want to but it's horrendous but when you separate the tail from the head it kind of just like pours out of the head and um it looks like poop and it smells bad and it's not poop it's like basically boiled internal organs but so we kept (laughs) calling it lobster poop the whole time and then i had like four glasses of wine so i was like screaming that i got lobster poop inside me and i'm gonna turn into lobster man and Man, do I just kill it with uh, like older crowds? Oh yeah! Every single one of my jokes were just na- were just slamming, and I was like, <laughs> awesome.
0: Yeah, a uh, little update on my end. I talked about uh, hanging up on my grandparents last week, but we made up. We ended up going out there for Christmas Eve. Everybody wore masks. We did not eat. Uh, we and it was fine. Everything was good. It was good to see them. And then my grandpa even called me the next day and thanked us for coming out. So it's all good. In good.
1: there's no there's no rule that says you can't get mad at your relatives. You can definitely get mad at your relatives. You can't just you just can't yeah. like stay mad at them. You know.
0: Yeah, it's it's difficult to harbor a grudge. Why would you want to harbor a grudge? I understand. You know. There are circumstances in which a grudge well, needs to be harbored, but,
1: yeah, but, but arguing
0: over a mask and then ending up going out for Christmas and wearing masks anyway is not something to stay mad about. That's for sure. Right. Totally. Um. But Yeah, man, it was good. I mean, I got adult gifts. We're that old now. I got a jump box and an air compressor and yeah, man, air I got air fryer that I'm excited to use.
1: I got gift cards and a toothbrush, but like a fancy toothbrush. And I was pumped about the toothbrush and have used said fancy toothbrush. And it's like an instant noticeable difference.
0: Nice. Your teeth are like, oh, thank you, Alex. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's like they've been like sanded. It's insane.
0: Oh, Oh, and you just run your tongue across them because they feel nice now.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I and it all, the one I have also has a dude it's super fucking gross. You should watch me do it sometime um, or just watch a video of it. It's it has like a water so it has a really high pressured water jet that oh, like shoots yeah. so that like flosses you. Right. But basically, in order to like do that, I have to just like hang my head over the sink and then turn it on. And then it just like drools out of my mouth, like as I'm brushing around and it's just like drool. It's um, fucking disgusting.
0: Something I'm proud of, and I know this sounds stupid, is when you go to the dentist and they're like washing your mouth. Right. And then you have to close your mouth. So the suction thing works. Yeah. When I go, I establish like a, a wordless rapport. So they they can stop telling me like close your mouth like I just kind of read their body language and I know when to close my mouth. Yeah. Okay. And I'm proud of that.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: It just makes me. It's nice because they don't have to every ten seconds go
1: close. Yeah. Close. Well, I I do think that's something like you and me and good people because have in common of like. I, whenever someone's doing their job and it's directly like on me, whether it be like getting a haircut or the dentist or anything directly on me, should I go get like ski boots fit or something like that? I want to be like, what can I do to make this as easy as possible on you? Like, I do not want to be that customer that when I leave, you go, Jesus fucking Christ, they were a nightmare.
0: Right. Right. I completely agree. And, uh, your haircut inspired me to go get a haircut and it had been a while since I got a haircut and socialized with someone. I was like a stranger and I pretty much just ended up giving my whole life story and making a lot of jokes and, uh, it felt, it made me feel warm inside to talk to someone I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just like instantly divulge everything. They're like, so what, what are you going for these days? And you're like, I don't know. I have nothing going on. There's a yeah. cold darkness creeping on my heart. And they're like, no, no, with your hair. And you're like, oh, just a fade.
0: Well, I shaved my beard, uh, which doesn't matter to the listeners of the podcast, but I, I documented the shaving process and I had a mustache for about 20 minutes and so I was like, I need a haircut that'll, that'll reshape my face a little bit, but let me show you what I used to look like. So I showed her my beard and then I showed her my mustache and then I showed her my, uh, shaven face. And I don't know if you, I don't know if there's a picture of my mustache on Instagram or not. I can make it happen, but, uh, <laughs> it was bad. It was ugly.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, well, you snapchatted it to me and it was an instant. No.
0: Yeah, and she liked it. This this person cutting my hair was like, oh, the mustache looked great. Why didn't you keep that? And I was like, I think you're lying right to my face. <laughs>
1: yeah, she was lying right to your face. There's no one in their right mind that would see that picture and go, oh, that's a good idea.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, Abby helped me shave it. And um, then she showed me the other day that her her 2020 year in review like album that your phone makes for you. Yeah. The cover was me with just a mustache.
1: <laughs> Hilarious. Disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. All right. Speaking of 2020 year in reviews, you ready to do this thing?
0: Yeah. Can I still ask what hour? Word of the day is?
1: Oh, are we doing a new theme? Welcome, everybody. To the Ginger on Ginger... <laughs> Fuck, I already <laughs> fucked it up. I did that whole stupid thing. The Ginger on Ginger 2020 Award Show. Yay! Yeah! Me and Jacob both have tuxedos on. It's true. I am well, standing on a piece of red
0: carpet. Just a piece of red carpet. I have a tuxedo shirt on. I don't have the... Like, it's printed on the shirt. You know what I mean?
1: I've always wanted a platform where people are forced to listen to my opinions about media...
0: Yeah, so here we are. We are going to discuss some things we loved, some things that surprised us, and some things that we, uh, you know, uh, hope to continue into the new year.
1: Yeah, and I think there'll be uh, some overlap. Well, maybe there'll be some overlap, knowing you and me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, there also will probably be some differences. If there's overlap, I how about I say the first award and then go first, and then you say the second award, and then you go first. Okay.
0: That seems good. I like that idea.
1: Is that, does that, is that all right with you?
0: I don't know. Let's ask the listeners. Listeners, what do you think? Did you say that's a good idea?
1: Is this like Dora? Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Um, awards, awards. Let's do the awards.
1: <laughs> all right. Um, so <laughs> we'll just we'll start off at the top of this arbitrary list that I created. Um, in on no particular order with album of the year. Woo, yeah oh i won't do the whole thing again um uh so i have a runner-up for album of the year my runner-up is a post-human survival horror uh by bring me the horizon which i just listened to like three weeks ago that's why it's my runner-up because i didn't listen to it It came out early enough in 2020 for me to listen to it sooner but uh, it's also an ep so i don't know if that counts if it can win album of the year um it's like a hardcore uh metal-ish album, metal-ish. Uh but if if you don't like screaming, you won't like the album. Um some of my favorite quotes is when the infection is over, will we have learned our lesson? Mm. Which I think we can agree is a hard no. If yes. this were to happen again, it would be just uh, equally as shitty. If not worse. Um that's on the song Parasite Eve. And then the next the 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 very next song. See, I think there's some humor built into the CP. On the very next song, he screams the line over and over. Oh, God, everything is so fucked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love it. I, that's some that's some strong energy right there.
1: So great. Again, if you don't like screaming, you won't like that album. Um, second place, uh, RTJ4 by Run the Jewels.
0: Okay. I A respect. lot of people
1: saw this coming, if you know me. Um, I think it's the most successful, Run the Jewels. If you haven't heard of Run the Jewels, I would start with this.
0: Yeah, I would do this or number three for sure.
1: Yeah, because one and two are bizarre. Um, Killer Mike uh, has some fantastic verses that are very culturally appropriate and of the moment about what uh, is going on with racial tensions in this country. And I trust Killer Mike's voice a thousand percent. The song Just Money or Just, I don't know what a, what's the title is supposed to be. Is that
0: like a cash sign? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. has my boy uh, Zachary De La Roche on it, which is very good to hear him screaming about political things again that just brings warmth to my heart um and then it ends with a few words for the firing squad which i think is a phenomenal way to end an album and in first place it is circles by mac miller uh which barely squeaked in 2020 it came out january 17th of 2020
0: i was just gonna ask that i'm like damn (laughs) that came out this year
1: it did barely so if you can remember way back in 2020 um yeah, I can get really emotional about this album. It's one of the first pieces of media that ever made me cry. The last piece of media that made me cry, I was six and it was Airbud.
0: <laughs> no Pixar movie since then has brought a tear to your eye?
1: No. I mean huh. truly. Um right. Airbud was just in you know the scene in Airbud where he's like trying to make Airbud go away. He's like standing in a field and he's like, Just get out of here. Yeah. Get out oh, yeah. of here. Yep. Most emotional thing. Anyway, so uh Circles it was released. Um, after Mac Miller's death, but he recorded it about three months before he passed away. It's extremely emotional. Um, it's, uh, it's just sounds like a man that's ready to die. It's heartbreaking to listen to, but I've never connected as a person who has struggled with their mental health in years past. I've never connected with a piece of media so much in my whole life. Um, some of the things he said were things I said to myself way back in the dark days. And uh yes, it's not a fun choice, but it is my choice for album of the year, Circles by Mac Miller.
0: Wonderful. Um we have no overlap this year, Alex.
1: Wow, really? You didn't put RTJ four in I didn't, there? I thought you would have.
0: I like it. I did not connect with it as much as uh RTJ two or three. Okay. Um but there was just I didn't have a lot of time to listen to music this year compared to years past. Uh, so I have a top 12. I'll go through it quick. <laughs> it okay. was hard to do 10 because I listened and, and I went really, really poppy this year. So, number 12 Gorillaz Song Machine Season 1. I think it's oh, the great. best Gorillaz album since Plastic Beach. I love it a lot. I think and... it's better
1: than Plastic Beach. Ooh. I didn't like Plastic Beach as much as everyone else did.
0: I didn't like it when it first came out. I have since come around, um, but yeah, I think it's awesome, and I've been listening to it a lot. Uh, number 11 is 070 Shake, Modus Vivendi. Uh, I saw her open. It's it's like elect- dark electro pop, and okay. uh, I saw her open for the 1975 a couple of years ago, and it was awful. And then <laughs> okay. this album came out, and I listened to it out of pure curiosity, and it's fantastic. Number 10, The Chick's Gaslighter. Love it. Did not expect to love it, but I do.
1: I have I've heard of that one. I haven't listened to it, but I have I've heard of that album.
0: Number nine, Seaway, Big Vibe. It's a pop punk throwback and it worked for me in a big way.
1: <laughs> okay, great.
0: Uh number eight, Rina Sawayama's album, Sawayama. Uh she's on Dirty Hit, the 1975s label, and this is like a genre-bending pop album. And it incorporates new metal, electropop. Like it's good. It's a huge album.
1: Yeah, you, you told me to listen to that just recently. I just listened to it like a couple of days ago, and it's uh all over the place in a great way.
0: Yeah, yeah. Number seven, dance Gavin dance afterburner. Now I want to talk about this because you have bring me the horizon, which has screaming in it, and yeah. this album has a lot of screaming on it. And never before have I enjoyed screaming, but the way this band does it is great. It's melodic. It's funny. Like the screaming guy has like a sense of humor, uh, which directly yeah. juxtaposes with the like clean singer who's very self serious and self important. And I listened to that album a ton. Number well, I six Oh, I was, real quick
1: i was just thinking there's like levels to screaming yeah you know there's like your like death metal screamer who's just goes like ooh or yeah. you know basically i don't like that like that does nothing for me and then there's like there's like screamo metal which is like actually screaming mm-hmm. and i'm like that's horrible but then there's this like, sort of yelling i don't know how to put it that's like that's like right in the middle like a tenor you yeah. know it's not a bass it's not an alto it's it's like a tenor yell and it's great
0: yeah if yeah, if and- done right Correct, yeah. Number six is Halsey Manic. This one also came out in January. Uh, Did not expect to love it, but I played a lot of video games in January while it was, you know, dreary. And I listened to this album a ton. Number five is Poppy. I disagree. Despite that name, it's uh, like a new metal pop crossover album also didn't expect to like it but i love it <laughs> okay <laughs> this, this year's been wild number four yeah. the, the 1975 notes on a conditional form love the 1975 their 2016 album is one of my favorites of all time this album's good it's 22 tracks long it's too long it's a little unfocused but i still listen to it a lot okay number three all-time low wake up sunshine
1: uh, wow i did not know they released an album this year
0: it's great. It's just solid pop punk. Every single song is good. Uh, they are singing about like adult things. They're not talking about going to high school and like cheerleaders Wrong. and things like that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, One of my favorite songs is called Sleeping In. And it's just an ode to those days where you don't have to get out of bed. You and your significant other can just order food in and watch TV. Like, and yeah, it's, it's stuff like that. Number two, Dua Lipa, Future Nostalgia.
1: Oh, damn. I had written down. That was my guess for your number one.
0: Oh, close! It, it 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 switches. Um, it depends on the day. Dua Lipa's album is great. I got into her with her first album. This one is sort of a disco throwback. Lots of great mm-hmm. bass work. Uh, another one of those albums. I like every song on it. And uh, yeah, I mean, Plus, I, and I know ahead.
1: you particularly really enjoy looking at her face. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't?
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. And she's very talented. I don't know if you watched her on Absolutely. SNL, but uh, her live vocals are incredible.
1: And I just saw like some documentary thing is going to be released on Netflix about song people. Oh, song exploder. Yeah. Something like that. And Dua Leap is going to be one of the featured artists.
0: Yes. Song exploder, which started as a podcast, a very good podcast. Um, and if you haven't listened to it, check it out because there's an episode where Rivers Cuomo of Weezer talks about how he uses spreadsheets to write music.
1: Well, of course he does.
0: <laughs> Number one, Phoebe Bridger's Punisher.
1: Yeah. Damn. I it, should have guessed that one. That's yeah. that album's sad as fuck.
0: Yeah, it is, and it's great. And the last song on it, uh, I know the end, is one of my favorites of the year. It uh, mm. just ends with her screaming into the void, and uh, but it's also it's a little lighter than her first album somehow. It's it's okay. a little more upbeat and it's a little more accessible. And for that reason, I love it. And honestly, you're right. I could switch that out with Dua Lipa. It just depends on the day. Dua Lipa makes me feel good. Phoebe Bridgers makes me feel bad. So
1: (laughs) we both uh, picked albums that make us feel bad as uh, our albums of the year.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'll be posting this list on uh, Facebook and Instagram and stuff and engage with it. I want want to know what people were listening to as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: The next one, Alex. (laughs) TV show of the year. Yeah, for, for me, it's a pretty clear front runner. Um, it's on Apple TV. I've watched the season twice. I watched it once by myself, and then I watched it with my family. It is Ted Lasso.
1: Oh, wow. I haven't seen a single episode of that because I don't it's, have Apple TV.
0: Right. Exactly. No one does. It's fantastic. It stars Jason Sudeikis as an American football coach who gets drafted over to England to be a football coach there. Completely different sport soccer and it's phenomenal. It it shows adults. I mean, it's funny. Well, First of all, Uh, it's great to see Jason Sudeikis working. I feel like he disappeared there for a little while and it shows adults dealing with complex emotions. Like in the same episode, you'll cry, you'll laugh, you'll empathize. Um, It's very good. I I liked it a lot. Sick. And I want to, my runner up and it's not a new show. That's why I didn't put it as my show of the year. Uh, Also, I didn't like it as much, but the newest season of Archer
1: blew me away.
0: It was way better than I expected it to be.
1: I haven't watched Archer in years.
0: That's what I mean. I kind of have kept up, but he wakes up from his coma, spoiler alert, and now he's back in the real world, but he has a cane because he's lost so much, you know, muscle. uh, And so it forces him to like kind of reconcile some of his relationships uh, because he's not, as useful as it used to be.
1: All right. My runner up is a show I don't know if it started in twenty twenty. I could have looked this up and simply did not, but I know that it it's at least at last episode was in 2020. My runner-up is Dave. Oh yeah, Dave was good. Um way better than I thought it was gonna be. Little Dickie Same. can act. Um I mean it's about his life and he's just playing himself so he doesn't have to act too too hard, but um it's was a lot funnier. Second place goes to the cultural phenomenon. That was Tiger King. Yeah. <laughs> Insanity. How did you not love that? I love, I did.
0: It. I did love it. And I, I didn't put it because I thought one of us would. Um, and, I
1: loved it. Um, yeah. And I, I, we've taught, we talked about it on this podcast at length. I just want to, you know, reiterate, fuck all those people in that documentary. <laughs> Like, yeah. they're all shitty people. I just enjoy making fun of them. That was okay. pretty
0: much what the first, like, month or two of our podcast was about with Tiger King. <laughs> yes.
1: And number one, it was released in January. Nobody remembers it was released in January, because it feels like six fucking years ago. Uh, the Witcher.
0: Oh, I haven't seen that.
1: Oh, man. It's, I'm obsessed with it. I've read some of the books, not all of the books. I've also played the video games. Um, it's excellent. It's excellent fantasy TV. If that's what you're into, but they did a wonderful job, uh, I'm all about it. I can't wait for season two. It's not going to happen for a while because it got so goddamn delayed because of COVID. So, Yeah. All right. Next category is movie of the year. Um, And Jacob, I believe we will have some overlap on this. This is one of the ones I starred. Um, Second place for me goes to Tenet. I haven't seen it. The only movie I saw in theaters, I saw it in a socially distanced theater, which I can get behind.
0: Yeah. And not having someone right next to you, just loudly chopping popcorn and bothering your elbows.
1: Yeah. And I stretched all the way out. I put my feet all over everything. um, I'm here for it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that sounds great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's an insane movie, um, but it was really really good. I I enjoy sci-fi. And number one, Palm Springs.
0: Yeah. That's where our overlap is for sure. Yep. I, <laughs> I, I don't have mine ranked. I want to give a shout out to the last movie I saw in theaters, which is called Extraordinary, which actually came out in 2019, but it got a small American run in 2020. It's a, uh, it's a Irish American film, um, about a woman who can talk to ghosts. And, mm-hmm. uh, so she has to help a guy whose daughter becomes possessed by Will Forte <laughs>
1: Do the, the, the do people have Irish accents in it?
0: Uh, yeah, kind of. They're I'm they're in. like they're like listenable. Now, Alex, I want to talk to you about a movie. Have you heard of the movie The Young Offenders?
1: Yes. Have you seen on it? On Amazon. It's right? on Netflix now. Oh shit! What am I thinking of?
0: Uh, I don't know. But this is also an Irish movie. Abby just had me watch it today. Uh, it's very good. It's didn't come out this year, but I want
1: to talk to you oh, about it. Oh, okay. Maybe that I have seen this then. It's with two British boys. You can barely understand a word they're saying. They have such thick accents. Yeah, two Irish boys who travel to the coast
0: to try and smuggle a bundle of cocaine home.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen this movie. I've seen this movie.
0: I thought it was great. Um, Palm Springs, I loved uh, this year and thought it was wonderful. Uh, It's an
1: old old plot. I don't think it brings anything new, but if you're not going to bring something new, you better do it perfectly. And damn, that movie pretty much does it perfectly.
0: Yes, and I'm going to give them my top shout out to Borat too. <laughs> really? I liked it a lot. I thought it was great. Uh rare is the is the era where Borat can be a family film, but I have watched that movie with my family.
1: I almost my mother was interested about it cuz I explained to her the Rudy Giuliani scene and she hates Rudy Giuliani. And she, Rudy Giuliani and she was like, "I want to watch that movie." And I was like, "I don't know if I want to watch this movie with you, mother."
0: That's fair. I think it's a lot tamer than the first one, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. And it has a way better agenda and message, uh, or at least a more coherent one. So uh, I liked it a lot.
1: Okay. There you go.
0: My WTF moment of the year, Alex, our next category.
1: What?
0: Uh, a recent one. I don't know <laughs> if you've seen it. Uh, it's the Twisted Tea Gas Station Confrontation.
1: Dude, I oh, fuck me. I almost put that on this. Um. So, uh, I like, uh, was like was uh, like, seconds away from putting that as my what the fuck moment of the year. Yeah. It's, it's not, but it's so close. It's also amazing. Shout out to that dude.
0: Yeah. A very drunk white man is in a gas station calling a, a, a black guy the N-word. And, very uh,
1: aggressively. Very. Yes. I mean, this white boy I is super uh, drunk, but he is a piece of garbage.
0: Yeah. I was telling my sister, he said the N-word before. It just rolls off his tongue. Very oh, clear. yeah, yeah, yeah uh one of my favorite
1: things is he goes where are you from the white boy goes where are you from and the african-american man goes here (laughs) yeah and you can just see the confusion on the white boy's face he's like what um
0: and then he gets smashed in the head by a can of twisted tea and now all the memes that are online are delightful so that's my my i could have gone back but this year has felt like an eternity so i chose something recent
1: my uh my favorite part about that is he gets hit in the face super hard with a can of twisted tea it makes an audible noise and the (laughs) the he hits him so hard with the can the can pops and then he gets back up well right at that moment right as you hear like pow somebody leaves the gas station and the door makes like a ding dong (laughs) right (laughs) as as he gets the comedic timing is unbelievable yeah right as he gets like knocked out you just hear like ding (laughs) <laughs> it's hysterical
0: and you can hear like the the white guy coming to terms with his choices because he just keeps going okay okay yeah. okay
1: <laughs> yeah yeah the guy the for what it's worth the main the guy that hit him with the t grabs him and says call me the n-word again and the boy just goes okay
0: uh, okay okay you know <laughs> i mean
1: he's reevaluated his whole life right there yes it's wonderful yeah. uh, your um, turn. so my what the fuck moment of the year there was so many to choose from you know nationally i decided to go with a personal what the fuck moment of the year a moment where i audibly to myself said what the fuck because of something i did and that was and i believe i described it on the podcast but maybe i'm not the goodbye i gave to one of my (laughs) buddies new at the time girlfriend yeah in which i grabbed her wrist with my left hand and she had a beer in her hand and i made her pound it like give me nux while she had a beer in her hand and then i said see you later and then i walked around the corner and audibly went what the fuck was that
0: <laughs> beautiful
1: because <laughs> uh oh god that was the worst our next category is sh- it's book of the year and i hope that you didn't go with books that were released in this year because neither of my books were released in this year I, they were just books i read this year
0: when i say mine you'll it'll, it'll make sense go ahead
1: um my second place goes to a book called the 616th the 6th extinction by elizabeth colbert um it's about global warming and how humans tend to only care about humans and not all the other species we are affecting it's a heartbreaking book um and in first place goes to the book I am almost done with, but I've been obsessed with right now. I've also only read like four books this year, which is pathetic. Uh, but this one goes to Outlaw Ocean by Ian Urbana. It's a New York Times and National Geographic writer who travels around the ocean. I mean, this, it's, re- it's real stories. It's not fiction at all. Um, and tells the stories about all the illegal things that are happening on the ocean because uh, it is there's no laws out on the ocean. And it's also very depressing, but extremely fascinating.
0: Outlaw Ocean. I'm going to read that. That sounds fascinating. I've long thought about international waters and and the ramifications of that.
1: It's crazy. It's it's cr- every single one of his stories you're just like, "What? What? Like there's a dude currently living so you only have 11 miles off the coast of your nation that you that you can claim as yours. There's a cr- current dude living 13 miles off the coast of Britain on a forgotten Platform that they used as air defense during World War II. It's a platform built in the ocean. It's like 40 feet above the water and he is living on it and he has made his own country called Sea Land and he (laughs) has been attacked by the British government and he has successfully defended his nation by throwing Molotov (laughs) cocktails at the boats that came to try to overtake (laughs) his nation. All of this is true. It's insane. It's insanity.
0: Wonderful. I'm very excited to read about that. Um, My book of the year, Alex, is Do What You Want, The Story of Bad Religion by Jim Ruland yep uh, it came out in August so it did come out this year but uh everyone that knows me knows mad religion is my favorite band has been for a long time so uh, a book about you know their entire career that happens to include some things I didn't know about them is of course gonna be my book I read it in like two and a half days so
1: <laughs> there you go uh, the everybody best... knew it. everybody knew it was that book
0: oh yeah 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 um the best joke we heard in
1: 2020
0: put 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 up <laughs> it joke time.
1: We can time. put in, can put in is... a laugh track there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, mine is not so much a joke as it is a moment in a show. Oh, thank um, goodness.
1: Cause I have two and neither of them are straight jokes.
0: Okay. Yeah. You wrote that and I was like, God, I don't know. I heard a lot of jokes this year. <laughs> yeah. But uh, in a show on HBO called how to with John Wilson, in which a filmmaker living in New York just walks around the city and teaches you about things. Uh, there's an episode about scaffolding and I learned a lot about scaffolding. There's an episode about memory and you mm. learn that there's a conference in Idaho that and he goes to it where people who, uh, I don't remember the name of the phenomenon, but when something is different in the past than what you thought it was, there's a conference for those people in Idaho
1: Like, isn't that the Mandela effect?
0: That's the one. Yes. Thank you. There's a conference of people who meet in Idaho every year and he goes, uh, there's also an episode where he's talking about referees and he ends up at this like referee dinner and someone wins an award, like a golden, uh, whistle and it gets stolen by another referee. It's incredible. But the top moment for me is in the furniture upholstery episode, he goes on this tangent about circumcision and he ends up meeting a man. Who owns a company called TLC Tuggers, which is a series of contraptions designed for circumcised men to restore their foreskin, to stretch the existing skin back out over the head of the penis. And uh, this guy is hilarious. He's amazing. He at, he at first shows John Wilson, you know, the contraptions and then uh, he just starts showing John other things he has a little like electric harp guitar thing and he has written a musical about restoring your foreskin (laughs) (laughs) And so he plays a song and then he goes into his bedroom and he has like a pulley system rigged up to his headboard where like at night you know he tightens it and so it's constantly pulling on his penis even when he's sleeping Um, oh my god and so he's hooked up to this pulley system, and John just goes, do you see any movies this year? And the guy goes, oh, I loved Parasite. And he goes into about a 45-second uh, in-depth review of Parasite as his penis oh, is no. like, being pulled. And then the best moment is at one point, John just pivots the camera. He, I should say he's behind the camera for the, almost the entire show, uh, so he's just narrating everything that you see he pivots over to the living room and you see this poor man's daughter just sitting there watching TV looking defeated.
1: (laughs) Oh Um, my God. I did not expect you to tell me that's what you were going to tell me. Jesus Christ.
0: TLC tuggers and the man's on Twitter. He is stoked on the fact that he's on the show on HBO. I mean, you see his full penis, you see everything. And the show is called how to with John Wilson. It's six episodes. It is wonderful.
1: Oh wow! Um, I have a second place in a first place. The second place I just wanted to give it, it's it was very quick. Um, my mother is from Missouri. Okay, just a little bit of backstory to this. If you know anyone from the Midwest, they're super proud of it. Okay. And they also hate everyone surrounding them. Okay? It's like a fun little friendly rivalry that's not a rivalry. Ask someone from Ohio how they feel feel about people from Indiana. All right? Right. Ask someone from Iowa how they feel about people from Wisconsin. Okay?
0: Montana, about how we feel about North Dakotans.
1: Yeah. Well, I have no beef with them because their life is hard enough because that's the worst state. (laughs) My mother was telling a story at dinner, um, and her friends were there. We had all had a lot of wine. Okay, all of us okay. had, had a, quite a bit of wine at this point. Pl- at this point, and uh, my mother's friend Richard said, "Now, Kim, you're from Kansas, right? And this man is from Boston, and he goes." Tim, you're from Kansas, right? And she goes, what? No, Missouri. And he goes, ah, same shit. And (laughs) the death glare my mother gave in is unbelievable. And I laughed for about 20 minutes at that. That's not point, But the best thing i heard and the hardest i laughed all year and i mean i laughed for 30 to 40 minutes about this was a tiktok that i sent to you and it's a man driving and he goes i wonder what they do at this place and as he drives past the sign it is manufacturing company from japan called daifuku d-a-i-f-u-k-u and as he drives by he goes i wonder what they do at this place (gasps) Day fuck you and (laughs) i pissed myself I have, that is the hardest I've ever laughed at a TikTok. I don't know why that hit me so hard. I, I legitimately, it was like 12 o'clock at night. All my roommates were asleep. I was like standing up and sweating because I wanted to <laughs> laugh harder than I could, but I was afraid I was going to wake everyone up. <laughs> and that's it. Look up da- D-A-I-F-U-K-U TikTok. Uh, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. They fuck you. They fuck you? I, uh, my God. Uh, I'm just reminiscing about that moment it was the best thing ever up next is the best moment of the year i wanted to uh spread a little bit of joy this year so i I thought we would go over our best moments of the year and i have a personal moment and a national moment we'll go with my national moment first it's real simple it's cran. it was cranberry man
0: oh yeah 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 that's a good one
1: i love that that was just a moment of peace for the rest of the world and fleetwood max rumors went to like number three on the billboard chart which is just good to see that yes. um but my personal moment of the year was getting into architecture school uh the the school here has a very strict entrance um because it's very popular and they will make no hesitation to not let you in if you are not good enough it's not one of those things that like everybody gets in they will right they will fucking not let you in and uh, getting into architecture school was—I uh, was like jumping around. I, was, I still lived in Missoula at the time, I was, and COVID was not a thing, so I was like high fiving all my coworkers, and it was the best feeling in the world. It was amazing.
0: That's wonderful. Um, yeah, I have you know, uh, it was a tough year, uh, but it's been a yep. okay year, and I have you know a couple moments. But the one that really stood out to me was uh, when my dad came to Austin to get me and drive me back to montana so we he brought a car dolly we put my car on and then we just spent the next 3 years or 3 days rather <laughs> <laughs> we spent the next 3 years slowly meandering back
1: <laughs> we walked we walked
0: yeah we uh we spent the next 3 days just catching up we got snowed in in fort collins colorado we had to drive slow in wyoming cuz the roads are shitty there all the time yeah. year round And um, it was good. It cleared up a lot of air there. uh, My dad and I don't always agree necessarily on how to solve political issues, but we agree on a lot of the problems. And so it was nice to kind of meet on to to talk to someone face to face, because it's it can be hard to communicate something as simple as body language over the phone. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, and when's the last time you spent three days with just your father? I don't it's know when the last time I, I did that. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's been quite a while, and it was a lot of fun, and uh, I had a great time. So that was that was probably my one of my top moments of the year.
1: Oh, great! I love um, that.
0: The next one is my newest obsession. and I don't have a lot. Uh, I know yours will be better. We've talked about what I think you're going to say. Yeah. Um, I love how nice the weather has been in December. I was very worried. Part of the reason I left Montana in the first place is because I don't like winter. I don't like the shitty roads. I don't like being cold all the time. Um, And I got back and the first week I got back, it snowed a bunch. And since then it melted and has been in like the mid thirties since then. It's been sunny almost every day. I love it.
1: Nice. Um, My newest obsession of the year is vinyl. Vinyl music yeah and everything to do with vinyl i've gotten way into it my music taste as a whole because i got into vinyl i have just exploded i downloaded a fucking chris stapleton album today before i left did you listen to to it i did it's still not my cup of tea but i did it but i like pushed myself to do it um you know whereas at the beginning of the year if you said you're gonna download a country album i would have laughed at your face
0: did you like the song about his dead dog
1: no th- that's the main song that turned me off of the whole thing oh, i don't okay. like i don't like story songs where then oh. they go and then this happened and then this well that's country this. music my friend
0: <laughs> and i was
1: like this sucks the best song is the first song in the album and then it was downhill from
0: it's there. so good yeah that first song is phenomenal
1: um so yeah final if you want to cool. if you, anyone wants to ever get me a gift it's, so I was like, my mother's like, I have some vinyl records. You can look through them. She has an original 1977 Fleetwood Mac Rumors. That's cool. It's worth a hundred bucks on eBay. I was like, can yeah. I have this? And she was like, absolutely. And I was like, sick.
0: That's awesome. Are you going to sell it or are you going to listen to it?
1: No, hell no. Well, I are, now I have two copies of Rumors because I have a repressed one because gotcha. I wanted it. But now yeah. I have an original one.
0: Nice. So you're like into vinyl because that's when I got into it, I went out and bought Pet Sounds. <laughs> Yeah. So, Rumours is that as well. It's it's one of those like starter albums. You're like, "Oh, let's see what this medium can really offer." Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I listened to a Led Zeppelin 2. I bought Led Zeppelin 2 and Rumours at the same time and listened to Led Zeppelin 2, and it's more probably the nice speakers that I also got uh, for my birthday yeah. from my dad, but I just sat there and I was like, "This is the shit. This is what's up. More of this."
0: Perfect. Wonderful. I'm glad to hear it.
1: All right. Uh next up is the Go Fuck Yourself of the year uh this will be a bit of a heavier category um for us because there's a lot of people that i'm sure me and jacob want to say go fuck yourself too there's so many people for me that i wanted to say go fuck yourself too that i lumped it in with a person it's it's a personality trait and it is apathetic people mm. um mm-hmm. i can't i cannot understand people who who see the things going on in this country and just don't care If you are apathetic and because your life is going fine, uh, go fuck yourself.
0: Yeah, I would say uh, mine. Mitch McConnell, I think now uh, with this latest $2,000 stimulus plan that even President Trump is supporting, this has become a bipartisan issue. The dude can go fuck himself. Fuck Mitch McConnell.
1: Yes, Mitch McConnell. Go fuck yourself.
0: Yeah. And then we're going to bring it home with something a little nicer uh, because, you know, Some people have gotten this vaccine, or at least the first round of it. Yes, and uh, my grandmother,
1: who's eighty-eight and super susceptible, uh, has gotten it.
0: Oh, that's wonderful! Yeah, yeah. Um, Next year, hopefully, towards the end of the year, things will start happening again, and uh, we're going to end with the place you want to travel once we can. And I think my top one—I would really, really love to go visit New Zealand
1: nice yes i've heard a lot of that from new zealand's really made a splash in the international world i think with their with jacinda Ardern being just the most amazing human being possible definitely the most amazing leader on the planet and you know right up there for most amazing human being yes um it's also an amazing country uh when i traveled there i just like instantly felt at home i almost canceled the rest of my travel this was seven years ago make no mistake about it but yeah i i almost canceled the rest of my trip uh that i was supposed to travel around the world i almost canceled it all just to stay in new zealand it's an amazing country um i think mine is uh japan okay right on i really want to go skiing in japan and since my this architecture thing for me has really taken off the architecture in japan is awesome well there are some awesome examples of it and they just like care about building and space and they think about it's like culturally different for them Mm -hmm. um and i want to experience that
0: that sounds wonderful i would also my runner-up is europe but japan is up there too i would love to go visit anywhere really
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i would love to leave this goddamn country
0: yeah um that is that's it that's non trad December, everybody. We had four non traditional episodes in a row. Yeah, uh, less people have listened to the podcast than ever before because <laughs> we did that. Uh, but it, I don't Damn. know about you, Alex, but it felt it felt kind of cleansing. It was nice to try some new stuff.
1: That's what I thought. I've always also wanted to do an award show.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, I don't. We're not going to do the police blatter. We're already you know running on time, but it'll be back next week. As well as we'll be back to our original format. Alex yep. will pick some sort of word, and we'll uh, we'll go from there. But uh, we've talked about this. And it's episode forty five. We're coming up on the year, so uh, if you have any cool ideas of how we should celebrate our our first year of being a podcast, let us know. Or we're, we're open to ideas. And we haven't asked for this in a while, but if you want to write a review on iTunes, go ahead and do that too. That would be wonderful.
1: Yeah. This is the part where they play like the outro music as it like zooms over the people talking and conversing. Everybody's gearing up to go to the after party and do a lot of coke. Bye. Bye, Alex.
0: Ginger on Ginger is brought to you by the fact that ketchup is it's kind of weird. What's up with ketchup? I don't get it. Like sugary tomatoes.